0: repair shop, and they came out and fixed it and said it was the fuse. Uh, me, I don't. I didn't even know there was a fuse inside the dryer. Anyways, um, I so the thing, the dryer's been working fine for several weeks, and yesterday I washed a heavy-duty bedspread, and it dried it, and I went down, touched it, and it was still a little bit wet, so I turned the dryer on again. Now, The dryer won't come on again at all, just like in the original problem. So I'm just calling to check that, yes, there's a fuse in that washer. And uh, I don't even know where it's at. You know, the bill was like $174 for the service call and replacing the fuse. And so I'm just calling to talk about this fuse.
1: Now, let me ask you a question. What kind of dryer is it?
0: It's It's a Whirlpool about 12 years old
1: all right and it's got a thermal fuse is on the ductwork in the back so you've got you've got to pull it out you got to take the panel off on the back and you'll see the ductwork and the fuse is a little white thing about three inches tall long with one wire on each side okay Now, go to that fuse as soon as you get a chance. Take the two wires off and put them together. In other words, you're bypassing the fuse. You understand that? Yes. Okay, so bypass the fuse. Now turn your dryer on. If the dryer runs normal and the drums turn and the heat's on, you just found the fuse. Okay. Okay, now that fuse is there for a reason. And the reason is that if the dryer vent line going outside is not good and clear, if it's not been clean, and if there's any lint in there that's restricting the air to movement to the outside, that fuse will blow.
0: Okay. And, and that's possible because I, I have a, a makeshift uh, connection on the exhaust vent. And, and it might and it was off it, it, the exhaust vent was off at the bottom of the dryer uh yesterday
1: okay well that's what i'd like you to do and i think you're going to fix your own dryer now there's a place there berkeley appliance in your area
0: okay yeah.
1: has, right there huh? has? yeah they have that fuse in stock i'm sure
0: but it was surprising to learn that you know that it was a fuse at all. But that's yeah. probably what it was.
1: When I was doing service years ago, when I went into a home, I used to say to the consumer, "I want you to watch what I'm doing. I'm going to show you what I'm doing, and the okay. next time you need service, you will know how to do this part of it." I used to okay. do that at every home I went to. Okay. All right. Very nice of you to call.
0: Okay. I thank you very much for your good advice.
1: Thank you, sir. Thanks for okay. calling. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
2: We have an ice maker question, Joe, and for that question, we're going to go out to Brighton on line three. This
3: is Mary. Good morning, Mary.
1: Thanks for calling, good. and how may we good. help you?
3: Uh, good morning, Joe. You can help me by just uh, referring to a couple weeks ago you said... You don't have an ice maker in your refrigerator at home? Is that correct?
1: No, that's not correct. I have an ice maker. Only
3: for your wife.
1: Uh, Well, (laughs) everything I do is for my wife, let's put (laughs) it Okay.
3: I just wondered if it's a good idea to... I don't use much ice at all, and I thought maybe I should just take mine out if it's going to cause any problems health-wise. Does it? No,
1: not it? health. Not health. Why, do you, how old is your re, your refrigerator?
3: Less than seven years, and it's a okay. uh,
1: frigidaire. All right, and you also in there. You have got a filter. I do. Uh, the filter costs a lot of money. Yes, it does. And you have to change it every six months. Right. And you'll spend more on filters than you did for the refrigerator. <laughs> I hope not. Okay. Well, well, that's a fact. You know, they're okay. mine uh, mine is $79 for a filter now which I change every 6 months. Yeah, this
3: one was 60 something, but I bought two a couple a year ago.
1: Yeah. It, yeah, and you got to watch where you buy them. The uh people in California just not long ago found one of those big containers from China with $250,000 worth of filters for refrigerators that they were shipping to somebody in the united states and Ooh. the filters were all counterfeit there wasn't one thing in the filter that filtered the water it was empty the filters were a big scam and somebody oh, okay. went to jail but okay. make sure you buy a filter from a dealer that sells the product and okay. that that way you're sure of getting the correct filter but uh ice makers listen if there's a thing in your refrigerator that's going to fail and cost you money it's your ice maker it's as simple as that okay and so if you get rid of it hey you got rid of a future expense filters and if you don't use much ice go to the store buy a bag of ice and dump it into the container inside the product
3: yeah, that's what I thought I would do, and I'm having company, yeah. I can easily yeah. get a bag of ice. right. Oh, so s- what do I s- do, just pull this thing out? Yeah,
1: that comes out of there, there's a, a carriage there, that uh, a reservoir that the ice cubes dump into, and that's where you throw the ice in there.
3: Yeah. Yeah. But do I take this whole, how do I get rid of the ice maker?
1: Oh, well... Just don't use it. Lift the arm up on the ice maker, and it won't come on.
3: Oh, I see. Okay, but leave the apparatus here. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Got Okay. 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 Thank you, Joe. I appreciate it, and I like your program. That's why I get up early on Sunday.
1: That's very nice of you, and we appreciate it truly because our phone lines are jammed when we're on the air, and I enjoy what I'm doing, and so does Donald.
3: And you do a good job, thank you very much.
1: thank you. take care
2: uh,
3: you too, merry Christmas bye bye.
2: Bye, bye bye, Mary. So Joe, when I hear a recommendation to replace the filters, say like in the in a refrigerator every six months i always assume that's assuming normal usage of say in this case the ice maker but if mary rarely uses the ice maker in a refrigerator would that be a case that she would not have to change
1: the filter anywhere near that often right they're talking i think it's 500 gallons of water that should be the time you change your filter then there's also a light that comes on on the front of the product and it starts blinking that's this sign that hey it's six months old change it Yeah. But if you're concerned about the water you drink, don't be concerned with the new product. If you've got the right filter in there again, make sure it's the correct one that fits your product and does the job. Fair enough. It is 6.30, and
2: the next segment of the Home and Appliance Show is presented to you by Dalton Environmental Cleaning.
1: Been with me on radio for over 30 years. Yes. Dalton Environmental air duct cleaning, dryer vent cleaning, they do it the way it's supposed to. In an industry that is once was designated as the worst service industry in the country, Dalton Environmental makes sure that's not happening to you. They do it the way it's supposed to, according to the association's way of doing it, and they do a beautiful job. Never had one complaint in over 30 years of having him as a leading advertiser on the Home and Appliance Show. His number, 877-325-8667. That's 877-325-8667. This show originates
2: from southeastern Michigan, but that doesn't mean that's where it ends up. In fact, coming up on the line, we're going to be talking to Nick from the state of New York. We're going to be talking to Joe from the state of Ohio. And we can be talking to you no matter what state you're from, including Michigan. The phone number to call or text is 800-859-0957. That's 800 800-8- 859 Five nine zero WJR. I am Donald, the Hammer Schuster. We're just moments away from the next segment of the longest running appliance repair radio show in America. Going right through that WJR control room in southeastern Michigan, as I mentioned, in the new center area of Midtown Detroit, in the Golden Tower, the Fisher Building. It's the Great Voice of the Great Lakes. It's the Home and Appliance Show with Consumer Advocate and appliance doctor Joe Gannon on 760 WJR. Every once in a while, I hear the phrase that that's the exception that proves the rule. Never quite sure what that meant, except I think I've got an example of it. I claim we're here every Sunday from 6 a.m. to 8 a.m., Except for next Sunday, which is Christmas morning, we won't be on. We'll have a special Christmas programming on the air at that time. That's the exception that proves the rule. But typically here for you every Sunday morning, the Home and Appliance Show, 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. Good programming scheduled for the rest of the day on WJR. To tell us about some of it is Dave Kingpin Rieger.
4: Well, welcome back, Hammer. Coming up after the Home and Appliance Show, uh, the truth about your future with Rick Edelman, followed by Everyday Wealth. 10 a.m., the Inside Outside guys will be on for your home improvement questions. Then later on today at 7 o'clock, Gridiron Wrap with Sean Belisian to wrap up all your football from today. Big day for the Detroit Lions. They win. They're a half game out of the playoffs. And that's what's happening later on today on WJR. And Dave, you're the sports expert. I'm just a sports
2: wannabe expert, but listen to the facts I've got for the Lions to improve their chances into the playoffs. Not only do we want them to beat the Jets today, but we want Washington to beat the Giants, the Bears to beat Philadelphia, and Dallas to beat Jacksonville. What do you think of that information?
4: Well, it's impressive. Um, I don't think that, uh, the Bears are going to, you, did you say the, ba- I, uh, Washington will win tonight. I don't know about, did you say the Bears beating Philly? That's not happening. Yes. And, not uh, Dallas, okay. Dallas, Dallas, Jacksonville. Jacksonville, Jacksonville coming off a really nice, uh, win last week, but I think Dallas wins. So yeah, um, who knows? Uh, maybe it's the, uh, it uh i it's like a bizarre sports world going on out there with the lions almost in the playoffs after the way they started so and yes. joe and joe's uh, red wings playing very well too so who knows
1: well you dave you do a good job i heard you are doing it saturday with the guys in the morning and you are a uh, playoff expert let's put it that way
4: appreciate it
5: thanks dave <laughs>
1: phone number to call with your appliance
2: repair or appliance purchase questions if you can't call you can text us if you do text us give us your name and location but absolutely the preferred way is to give us a call so you can talk to joe personally the phone number is eight hundred eight five nine zero nine five seven. 859 957 it's 800 859 0 w j r got a maytag washer with an error code going on
1: joe going out to new york state on line one this is nick good morning nick thanks for calling from so far away how may we help you good
6: morning joe uh it's good i'm glad uh you know, I, I listen to the show every morning when i come home from work uh on sunday so i'm glad i got your number and called up i had a uh a code come up on the washer. So the the appliance man come over and we ran a cycle with nothing in it, worked fine. So then we put clothes in it. And so during the rinse and uh, as the water's draining out, and it's a good flow draining out that he says, it's a good flow coming out. So, and it starts to spin and then once it starts to spin, it stops with the code SD. And then it stops and then it restarts it again. It starts rinsing and it goes through the process again and it keeps and then it keeps coming up with the code. So he's looking towards the pump, but he really wasn't a hundred percent sure he's gonna get back with me.
1: Well that's Wouldn't where I would go. I, I would go right to the pump. Uh you may have a, one of the impellers in the pump broken or cracked. Uh and you're sure you don't have any uh, handful of lint in the drain hose, right? Because the, the, See, that's what oh,
6: that's what I was wondering. And he said it, it that wouldn't affect it, or he said that wouldn't be the problem because he says the 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 flow of the water is coming out really good.
1: Okay, so let's eliminate that in our thinking. I go right to the pump. Now, one quick question for you: How old is this machine?
6: Uh, just six years old. It's fairly new.
1: All right, uh, that's uh, got a lifespan of seven to ten years. Just for you to know that. Okay. So, uh
6: so it's on its last leg. <laughs> well, yeah,
1: it could very well be, and I know that service technicians condemn them when they're five years old. But the average life is seven to ten years. So be careful on the, how much you spend. That so can I happen right. while you and Nick are still on the line here? Yeah, because. Dave Rieger has
2: contributed with some information. He's looked up here, and he is saying the SD code, this air code indicates excessive detergent suds occurred during the cycle. This could be caused by using too much detergent or not using high-efficiency detergent. The washer will not be able to spin out water with the excess suds.
6: Oh,
1: did you know that?
6: I did not know that. And We use uh, the pods. Yeah, All pods are just one package every time.
1: uh, And that's not too much detergent. So eliminate that from your thinking. Okay. Now, it's six years old. What kind of controls are on it? Is it knobs that you turn or is it a touch pad? Touch. Here's Touch Here's what I want you to do and I'm going to answer this I'm going to tell you this, and hopefully Leah is listening this morning, because she just emailed me last night, and she can learn from this as well. Are you ready? Yes, sir. This is not hard. Uh, Electrical engineer gave me this information years ago. Hundreds of radio listeners, I've got somewhere going on 10,000 emails here from people. Hundreds of them have done this, and it's worked for them. The manufacturers say in some instruction books, unplug it for five minutes, then plug it back in. Well, I'll tell you this, that does not work. Unplug it for an hour. You got that? Yes, sir. Now, while you've got it unplugged, warm up a little dish of white vinegar. Dampen the cloth; Don't soak it. Just dampen it and wash off that touchpad control. And then dry it with a piece of Kleenex. But make sure you leave it unplugged for one hour. Okay. I want to hear back from you. You got it. Okay, thanks very much
6: for the phone Thank call. you, Dr. Joe. And one more thing. Yes, sir. Washington will lose to the Giants today. Oh, yeah. That's my well, you That's you my can tip. get into
1: that with Donald. <laughs> yeah,
6: you take care. Thank you very much for your help, Joe. Love you. You're welcome,
2: sir. Take care. We're coming up on 645, and the next segment of the Home and Appliance Show is brought to you by ProTech Environmental. And thanks
1: to David for that information and for looking it up so quick. That's why he was the producer of the show for three weeks. And he's happy to see Donald back as well. ProTech Environmental. Well, if you've got any questions about radon in your home, and you should have, radon is the second leading cause of lung cancer in this world. Call them. Have them come out. Take a test. Take a look at what they can do. They can do a remediation system that's good for the rest of the life of the house. protech Environmental, 888-677-2366. That's 888-677-2366.
2: We're going to go to Toledo when we come back. Talk to Joe. And as long as we're down in Toledo, we'll follow that by talking to Adam in the very same city. We can be talking to you wherever you are as well. If you'll call at 800-859-0957. That's 800 859 I'm happy to be helping out. I am your humble show co-host. I am Donald the Hammer Schuster. And we're just moments away from the next segment of the Home and Appliance Show with Consumer Advocate and Appliance Doctor Joe Gannon on 760 WJR. You can count them off. One, two, three, three, three. I said three ways to stay connected to the Home and Appliance Radio Show during the week when we're not on the radio. One is you can visit our webpage. To do that, just go to wjr.com slash appliance. When you're there, you can listen to past episodes of the show that you may have missed or want to hear again. You can also see a list of our preferred partners. That's at WJR.com slash appliance. Second way to stay in touch is to subscribe to our show as a podcast. And it'll pop up right in your podcast software every week. Just like your other favorites, just do a search for the Home and Appliance Show and subscribe. And you'll see us there. Third way, the third of the three. If you'd like to email Joe, you can email Joe Gannon at his own personal email address. And here is that address. It's the first four letters of appliance, followed by the first four letters of doctor at gmail.com. A-P-P-L-D-O-C-T at gmail.com. Well, Joe, we continue to get subscribers and as a result, continue to get content. Contributions to Spectrum Human Services, people are continuing to subscribe and resubscribe to your monthly email newsletter.
1: Yes, I'm very proud of all those folks who have been so generous. We're over twenty thousand dollars. The money goes directly to Spectrum. Joe Gannon doesn't see it or touch it, goes directly to Spectrum with seventeen hundred employees taking care of fourteen hundred kids a day in the state of Michigan they are the best and recognized by the state of michigan as the best so if you can afford ten dollars or more well do what donald says get a hold of spectrum and how to do that donald
2: You just go online, Joe, to spectrumhuman.org. And when you do there, you're going to be connecting with a family services agency that's working to strengthen Michigan children and families with foster care and adoption programs, assisted living, substance abuse, and more. So it's a two-way win. You get the newsletter and you help out Spectrum. Just go online, S-P-E-C-T-R-U-M, spectrumhuman.org. To the first of our two calls down in Toledo, Joe. Let's go to a caller that's uh, got an ice maker question on line four. This is
1: Joe. Good morning, Joe. Thanks for the phone call. How may we help you?
2: That is the official sound of a Toledo dial tone. Let's see on line two. We've got a question here regarding a Spelly hot water heater Uh, on line two from Toledo. This is
1: Adam. Hello, Adam. Thanks for calling, and how may we help you?
7: Good morning, Joe. Really enjoyed the program. Thank you. I have a uh, hot water heater that performs as it should otherwise. However, it has an odor problem. So far as I can tell, it smells like uh, cheese and dirty socks. I've heard you talk about hot water heaters in the past on your program regarding bacteria. What do you think of it?
1: How old is it?
7: Of uh, probably, uh, five, six, maybe seven years old.
1: All right. Lifespan, seven to 12 years. So the plumbers tell me. Now the odor, there's an anode rod in the hot water heater. And remember, I'm not a plumber. Okay. I just want to tell you what I know. There's an anode rod in the hot water heater that gets eaten up by the minerals in the water And I'm sure yours is all eaten up. Now, you can go to a plumbing wholesaler and buy and take the model number with you, and you can buy a new anode rod. Make sure there's enough room above the hot water heater so the anode rod that you put in is going to be solid, or you, you can buy it where they couple that it. You can bend it, in other words, okay? So make sure you've got enough room above it. And get yourself a new anode rod. And that should take care of the smell that's in the hot water heater.
7: So after you replace the anode rod, do you think uh, that'll um, fix oh, the yeah, odor that, problem? And, and...
1: Yeah, that takes care of the odor problem. But what you have in a hot water heater is not something you even want to see because you might never you might never ever use hot water in the house again but it's an <laughs> ugly thing it truly is a very ugly thing and it's a scary thing if women only knew what comes out of that sprocket there up there in the in the shower when they're washing their hair and they using that water it, well i did that to my darling valerie i put some of that water i went into a hot water heater years ago i went right inside of it i had a hole cut in it i went inside i took it, this junk out by the handful excuse the expression it looked like dirty snot and it wasn't nice but i put it in a plastic bag and put it on the counter my darling valerie was a school principal and she came in the house and saw that and she said what is that i said that's from inside the tank she said i wash my hair in that every morning i'm telling you it's a frightening thing but if you take and change that anode rod you'll take care of the odor problem
7: i appreciate the information i'll do that and by the way i think that the Lions will uh, handle the jets just fine they have quarterback problems by the way so you guys are in good shape with that
1: oh right. well, then.
7: and have a good weekend
1: Yeah, coming from Ohio, that's very nice of you. Thank you.
7: (laughs) Yep, bye now.
1: Take care. We've got our other
2: caller from Toledo back on the line. This was an ice maker question. We're going to line four, and this is
1: Joe. Hi, Joe. Thanks for the phone call. How may we help you?
8: Hi, Joe. I think uh, your answer to Mary might be my answer as well on the ice maker. I have a, a Kenmore side by side. It's an older one, probably 10, 15 years old. Uh, I wasn't getting any ice at all in the ice maker. So I replaced the water valve uh, and I was getting water to the ice maker. Uh, The cubes would freeze, but it wouldn't dump into the container. So the next time, of course, the water came in, I got had a lot of ice in the uh, ice maker uh, and in the freezer. Uh, I don't know whether the ice maker is bad now. Should I replace it or should I just forget about it with a, Uh, refrigerator that old well
1: let me give you a very common thing that happens and those old ice makers like you have today the ice makers all molded one piece in the old days you could take the ice maker like you have and the front cover which is square that pops off okay now when you when that pops off and some of them had a little screw on the side but most of them had no screw you just pop it off and you'll see a couple of plastic gears now look for one of the gears to be broken off and that's what drives your ice maker it makes it go around that's what makes it cycle so and those little plastic gears well they're available they're also available at stores where they bring in old refrigerators and then you just throw the ice makers in a box so sometimes a store like if you're in Toledo go over to uh, go over to uh, what's his name what's his name Donald we're looking for a derocher yeah look go over to DeRochers, ask them for a gear out of an old ice maker see if they can help you
7: okay all right.
1: Okay. Thanks for hey, the Joe. call, Joe.
8: Yeah. Hey hey Joe, uh do your dishwasher cleaner again sometime. With All the right. Bank. All right. We'll do that.
1: Thanks, Donald, Joe. Donald just took a note. We'll be doing that. That's why he's the co host of this show. That's Thanks, right. Joe. Take guy. care. Bye.
2: All right, we've got 60 seconds left, and I believe you're going to help out our listener on line three here, Joe, who's got a question regarding coffee grounds. On uh, line three from
1: Dearborn Heights, this is Tony. Tony, do not put coffee grounds down your garbage disposer.
8: Well, Joe, I have a, a strainer there, and it's a plastic strainer. It is a screen strainer. The yeah. Hole, you know, and I I put the bulk of 99% of them in a plastic bag. But I just rinse out what's left in the permanent. I have a permanent uh, coffee filter, so well, not a I lot. Think, I, I, th-
1: I but, think a little bit is not going to hurt anything.
8: Yeah, like I said, I get the bulk in a the, the plastic bag. I don't put the whole what's in yeah. the coffee strainer. I mean, uh, in the coffee filter down or no, just But I've been yeah. doing it for a while. And I haven't had any issues yet, thank God. But I just, don't
1: don't put any peelings in there, uh, eggshells, uh, things that have fiber to them. Because it won't work or it'll stop it. We got to go right now. And Tony, thanks for your call.
2: We're coming on back. And when we do, right after the news, we're going to talk to Lou in Ann Arbor. So Lou, hang on. We're going to talk to you and we're going to talk to anyone else that calls at 800
1: 859 0957. And a good Sunday morning to you, ladies and gentlemen. And thanks for joining us here on the Home and Appliance Radio program every Sunday, 6 till 8. Except next Sunday, it'll be music. I'm Joe Gannon. We're going to talk about your major home appliances here for an hour. Washer, dryer, refrigerator, stove, dishwasher, microwave, oven, garbage disposer, room air conditioner, dehumidifier, even the humidifier on the side of your furnace. And before I turn it over to Donald the Hammer Schuster, our co-host and producer and director and everything he does... I want to ask our Canadian listeners this very important question to me. I want to know what the program is in Ontario on renting a hot water heater. You see over there in Ontario, they rent them. You don't have to buy one. You can rent one. I want to know what the procedure is. I want to know any phone numbers you may have for the gas company that rents these and there's a big reason why i want that to happen so i'll wait for an email and i know people in canada are listening this morning and i welcome them to the show but i need that information very important for a consumer who's having a big problem which i'll describe at a future date i'm joe gannon let me turn it over to our co-host donald the hammer schuster I'll be seeing
2: you in all the old familiar places that this heart of mine embraces all day through. This is bar for Barb and Brownstown. In that small cafe, the park across the way, the children's carousel, the chestnut tree, the wishing well, oh. Good to see you again, Joe, after I missed the show for the last three weeks. I'm happy to be back and seeing you and working the show with you again this week. So, Did you miss us? I absolutely missed you, but I tell you, here's how I have mitigated that missing. I listened to all three shows, all two hours of all three shows. No matter where I was, I was on a cruise ship in the Caribbean, basically. Not for all three weeks. You could hear it. Uh, on I, the yep. You know, on the line. internet. Yep. I get the good internet service on the ship. And I just want yeah. to underline I wasn't on a three week cruise. We went down to Florida, visited a couple yeah. of friends before we even got on the ship and whatever. Yeah. But no matter where I was, I tuned in the show and listened to uh, all six hours of the uh, three two hour shows. So you must have been someplace
1: warm because you've got a beautiful suntan.
2: Yes. Uh, it was in the Caribbean, Florida and the Caribbean. So yeah, yeah. that's that's what it was. It was a oh, warm I day. Oh, I thought came. you
1: were in Europe someplace, you know? Yeah. Uh, but it's nice warm, to man. have you back because trust me, I missed you. We all missed you. Thank you. Yeah, and as yellow. you met
2: you made mention, everybody's going to miss us, and we're going to miss ourselves next weekend because we won't be on the air We won't be on the air next Sunday at 6 a.m. Because that will be Christmas morning. And starting at 6 o'clock on Christmas Eve. So starting at 6 o'clock on Saturday, WJR will go into a special uh Christmas programming called an original Christmas. It'll be on from 6 o'clock. Uh, christmas eve through all day christmas it is hosted produced and presented by jim hampton jim is a dj from detroit he's now in california but uh was uh, a dj on uh, wxyz and wjbk among others in the late 60s so he's got heavy detroit roots and he'll have celebrity guests like jose feliciano Clint eastwood andy williams michael buble he'll be playing music like andy williams barbara streisand beach boys pink crosby darlene love elvis frank sinatra johnny mathis kelly clarkson so that's a whole special Programming next weekend instead of the Home and Appliance Show right here on 760 WJR. But right now we want to take your phone calls. We're here till eight o'clock this morning, ready to answer your appliance repair and appliance purchase questions. You can call or text. We prefer you call because that gives you a chance to talk to Joe and Joe to talk with you. But if you must, you can text us. Either way, the same phone number: 80-859-0957. That's eight 800- hundred. Eight five nine zero WJR, and let's go to our call in Ann Arbor that we promised before the news. He's got a question regarding
1: his microwave on the line, line one. This is Lou. Good morning, Lou. Thanks for your phone call. How may we help you?
5: Good morning, Joe. I'm talking about the clock part of the microwave. If uh, it starts to count down, or if you want to know what time it is. Those numbers are not formed. If it was like 4.37 p.m., you can't tell what the heck it is because parts of the digital numbers yeah. are, are are not uh, totally formed. And if you have a countdown for two minutes, you don't know where you are with it because the numbers are not uh, formed like they used to be when it was new.
1: Okay. How old is it?
5: It is uh, one, two, three, about three and a half years old. And it's a Whirlpool Microwave.
1: Have you wiped that uh, touchpad control? Have you wiped it with warm vinegar?
5: No, I have not.
1: All right. Here's what I want you to do. Try it. It's worked for hundreds of people. It's not just a little toy I have here. It's a way to fix problems with touchpad controls. When they say unplug the microwave or when they say unplug any product, And leave it off for five minutes and plug it in. I believe that is totally wrong. Unplug the product for an hour. No less. Warm up a little warm white vinegar. Take a perfectly clean cloth. Dampen it. Don't soak it. Dampen it. Wipe off the touchpad control. And dry it with a piece of Kleenex. But leave it off. Leave it off for an hour.
5: Now, now I'm gonna dip the uh, the, the rag into that warm vinegar and and wipe the pad down.
1: Right, just warm it yeah. up a little bit. Okay. Okay. And wipe that uh, off, and yeah. then dry it with a piece of Kleenex, and leave it off for an hour.
5: An hour, right?
1: Okay. All right.
5: I'll give that. I'll give that a shot. Okay. And let me know. Okay, Joe. You take care.
1: You too, Lou. Take care.
5: All right.
2: Joe, a few minutes ago, you invited people from Ontario and from Canada who might be familiar with the Canadian system of being able to rent a hot water tank, and you wanted to know all the details about it. So I thought I might give your email address, since that's what you invited them to do, to email you with anything they know. So if you want to email Joe Gannon regarding that question or any other appliance question, you can do it at this address, the first four letters of appliance, followed by the first four letters of doctor at gmail.com. So it's A-P-P-L-D-O-C-T at gmail.com. We've got uh, a question regarding uh, some commercial installation of a walk in a kitchen. Uh, this is a caller from Temperance online, two. This is Tim.
1: Hi, Tim. Thanks for calling. And how may we help you?
9: Well, first of all, I'd like to wish you and your entire staff A wonderful holiday season.
1: Oh, thank you very much.
9: Um, I'm getting ready to put an addition on my house, and following your advice, I've decided on going with um, Bosch appliances. And uh, the other thing I want to do is actually install a commercial wok, like they would have in a Chinese restaurant in my expanded galley type kitchen um the spot i've got picked out for it is going to be directly that wall is um goes into the attached garage of the house and i was hoping you could give me a little advice on um, anything special that would need to be done as far as safety concerns,
1: well, tell me what a walk is, okay? When well, you go that to me.
9: a Chinese restaurant and they have the super powerful thing where they um, it heats, it it's got to be close to two hundred and fifty thousand BTUs. Yeah, and, and what is um, it? A grill? No, it is actually. Um, naturally gas powered and it's like a big pan isn't it tim yeah it's like a big enclosed can and it um that that's why uh chinese food is always so fresh because you can cook it so fast the hotter you can cook it the better you are in a uh in a chinese meal okay
1: and their food is very good i like chinese food And my first thoughts are odor. Uh, What do you do with the smoke you get from the food?
9: Well, what I'm going to do is um, they have the big vents right above the cooking area. And being that the wall um, where this is going to be set into, uh, I'm actually going to set the lock exhaust in the garage uh it's as you walk in from my two car attached garage you walk into the kitchen but during the expansion i'm going to turn that into a galley kitchen um and uh i'll be able to put an exhaust valve uh, vent there with a switch on it to turn it on and off
1: so will that vent into the garage
9: no, that's going to vent directly through the roof outdoors.
1: Good, good. Now, what's the other concern you have?
9: Well, the other concern I have is I want to remind you that you uh, said you were going to come down to Derosiers in Toledo. And uh-huh. I want to meet you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, just a white-haired old man.
9: Well I'm seventy one, so careful yeah. about the white hair comment.
1: Okay. Yes, I think about going down to the rochers all the time and I'm gonna have to we're gonna have to arrange that because like Donald likes to come with me and bring his family so we make a day of it. But anyways, uh sometime here in this winter period I'll be down there and say hello to you.
9: Very good. Uh, Again, thank you for taking my call, and please, your entire staff, thank you for what you do for us.
1: Thank you, Tim, very much. Take care. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye.
2: We are here for you live on this Sunday, December 18th, 718, and the next segment of the Home and Appliance Show is brought to you by Banks
1: Vacuum. Banks Vacuum the largest vacuum dealer, I believe, in the Detroit area and also the world. They carry all the brands. They guarantee the lowest prices anywhere. They give you free inspection, service, and repair after the sale. Learn more about banks. Go to banksvac.com.
2: We are being helped out in the WJR control room this morning by Dave Kingpin Rieger and Danielle Mason. We thank them for their help. We invite your phone calls for your appliance repair or appliance purchase questions. We've got Charlie from Dexter on the line. We're going to be helping out Al from Taylor. We're going to be helping out Jack from Commerce Township. We want to be helping out you. The phone number is 800 Five nine zero nine five seven. That's eight hundred eight five nine zero WJR. I'm doing my best to assist as well. I am Donald the Hammer Schuster, and we're just moments away from the next segment of the Home and Appliance Show with consumer advocate and appliance doctor Joe gannon on seven sixty WJR. It's always nice to have a choice, and you have a choice on whether you call the appliance doctor this morning with your question or you text the appliance doctor with your question. We prefer you call, but you can do it either way at these phone numbers. 800, the actually is one phone number given two ways. 800-859-0957 or 800 859 wjr If you do text us, give us your name and location so we can personalize the response, but call us or text us right now, 800
1: Frustrated with your current vacuum cleaner? Do what I do. Go to Banks Vacuum with 10 area locations. Here's why. They carry all brands and represent all warranties. Plus, you can try the vacuum out right there in the store and they will guarantee the lowest prices anywhere. Plus, free service and repair after the sale, including free inspections. Unlimited vacuum belt replacement and filter installations and mention my name at purchase and you'll get a free gift valued at $79. That's Banks Vacuum, the world's largest vacuum dealer since 1956. Learn more at BanksVac.com.
2: I think you mentioned one time, Joe, that an ice maker in a refrigerator is the number one most likely appliance problem to occur, and we've got that very situation. Caller from Dexter on Line 3, this is Charlie.
1: Hi, Charlie. Thanks for calling, and how may we help
10: you? Good morning. Thank you. Yeah, okay. I have a uh, Kenmore Elite, and I'm going to guess and say it is at least 15 or 20 years old, uh-huh. and I have not been able to get any make any ice. And, of course, on the frame in the front, it says crushed, cubed, on, auto, locked, yeah. and reset. Now, I've got two green lights, one on cubed and one on on. But over on the right-hand side where it says water filter status, there's a red button. And it's red. And it says replace. And right. I'm not certain what ha- what has to be done.
1: Well, that's a filter that you've got to replace. Oh, the filter. Oh, okay. Have you ever changed the filter in all these years?
10: Yes, yes, we have. Yes, uh-huh.
1: Okay, well, so they I, say... I know change. where
10: it is in the bottom. Uh-huh, yeah. okay.
1: They say change the filter every six months if you are a good user of water.
10: Uh-huh. But, and okay, well, gets- <laughs> and I know it's been longer than that since we changed it. Uh, my son all changed right. it the last time. But, uh, okay. okay, well, that's... That'll solve the problem, and I thank you very much.
1: Charlie, I thank you very much for the phone call. Very nice of you.
10: Okay, good deal. Thanks. Have a have a nice holiday season.
1: You too, sir. Take care. Right. Bye. Bye-bye. We've got a refrigerator question,
2: Joe, from Taylor on line four. This is Al. Hello, Al. Thanks for the
8: phone call. How may we help you? Good morning. I love your show. Thank you. So what happened is I bought a brand new refrigerator, and I bought it at one of these builders' auctions that they come in town once in a while. Uh huh. And um, it's an LG. It's a single door on top, the refrigerator doors on top, and the freezer doors on the bottom. And I was bringing it home from the auction, and it's, it was never used. But it, it was it was it had a couple dents on the side of the refrigerator, but the the, the face of it was not a scratch on it, and I was moving it, and I was not paying attention. It was 10 o'clock at night, and I was on the phone, and I was backing up, and I had the refrigerator in a trailer, and I hit a tree limb, and I put a couple uh, creases in the very top of the door. So I was wondering, um, who can I call, or is there somebody around here that might sell a used door, or... Um, is there a place it can repair it?
1: Wow, well, that's a I've never been asked that question quite honestly <laughs> uh, and it's dented and it really shows up, doesn't it? Yes, it does, and then you've got to be sure that you didn't hurt the frame of the door where it seats where the rubber seal is, so that it seats against the frame when when you close the door
10: you got to make sure that's happening.
1: Now, who are you going to get to fix that? My goodness. Uh, A toilet plunger sometimes, if the dent is wide enough,
8: a toilet plunger sometimes can pull that back out. Yeah, not this one. These are two two creases. They're probably about 10 inches long, and they're probably about 2 inches from each other. But it's at the if you're looking at the refrigerator, it's on the right-hand side of the door, right, right near the top of it.
1: You know, my first there... thought are is I, my first thought is I know people in the auto body shops for cars, and I would go over and see the owner or a worker, and describe your problem to them, and see if they can pull that out. Because you know they have methods where they can drill a hole very tiny, put a hook in there, and pull you know that's body work on a car but yes why why wouldn't you be able to have that done on a refrigerator
8: that that's right i called yeah. um I called the l g company up, and I gave them the serial number model number, and they yeah. said they would send a new door out, but it's four hundred and fifty eight dollars for a new door. Oh, wow.
1: Well, tell the guy at the auto body shop hey, you don't want to pay that kind of money and yeah, that's what I do. I go see a car auto body repair shop,
8: yeah, well, what I'll do is I'll take pictures of it and uh, yeah. take it down there. I do know somebody that owns a shop at yeah. him yeah um i did i did go to a ca- uh a uh, I, I did go to a counter repair a uh, counter place that Uh, makes counters, and asked them if they sold any stainless steel sheets where I can just put a skin over top of it. Oh, yeah. And the guy said it would be a great idea. He goes, but the sheets are $400 a piece. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. Um, Well, that's my only piece of advice for you, Al. Okay. Well, well, thank you very much. You're welcome. Thanks for calling. Okay. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. We
2: are at 7.30, and the next segment of the Home and Appliance Show is presented to you by DeRocher's
1: Appliance. DeRocher's. All these years, 70 years and more, own family, buy, operated. The people there are the originals. I know, and I met Mr. DeRocher years ago, and his wonderful son, Chris, Takes care of the place now. He's got another store in Sylvania, Ohio. And besides appliances, they, they're a, a, a great dealer in furniture, lazy boy, the whole gamut of products are there. Mattresses, nice dinette sets, and especially outdoor grills at both stores. Call a Roachers. Family owned and operated for over 70 years, 734-241-7626. That's 734-241-7626.
2: We are moving towards helping out Jack in Commerce Township, Tom in Fremont, Ohio, Jessica in Belleville, and possibly you giving us a call at this phone number, 800-859-0957, 800-859-0WJR. I'm your humble show co-host. I am Donald the Hammer Schuster, and we're just moments away from the next segment of the longest-running appliance repair radio show in America, going right through that WJR control room in the new center area of Midtown Detroit, the Golden Tower, of the Fisher Building. Blasting out as the great voice of the Great Lakes, it's the Home and Appliance Show with consumer advocate and appliance doctor Joe Gannon on the station where Detroit comes to talk, 760 WJR. We are here for you every Sunday morning, 6 a.m. to 8 a.m., the Home and Appliance Show, every Sunday morning, except next Sunday morning, which will be Christmas morning. And WJR will be in a long form presentation of a musical and entertainment program called An Original Christmas presented by former Detroit disc jockey, Jim Hampton, used to be on WJBK and WXYZ among others. And uh, he has put together a whole presentation, uh, An Original Christmas with music and guests that starts at six o'clock on Christmas Eve and goes all day Christmas day, but we got a lot of good programming scheduled for you later today, and to tell us about it is Dave Kingpin Rieger.
4: Uh, Hammer, let me just first start off to the caller from New York. Yeah, the Giants are not going to win tonight. Okay, Washington will beat them. But you know, well, thanks. then before you, before
2: you but, get but, to the but, programming, but th- let's, th- let's talk for that your... whole thing through. Yeah, th- th- thanks so for your. So we know that we know that. Go ahead.
4: Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead.
2: We know that the Lions want to beat the Jets today, right? We're trying to get into the playoffs. We we want the Lions to beat the Jets. So the three games we were talking about, let's just take them quickly one by one. Washington over Giants. We want uh, Washington to win. What do you think will happen there?
4: I agree. Uh, The guy from New York was like, well, of course the Giants are going to win. But, you know, remember, so they tied earlier, you know, two weeks ago, and they're playing again. And that tie actually hurt the Lions' chances for the playoffs because the Lions have beat both the Giants and the Commanders uh, this year. So.
2: Do you pick Washington? In that I do game? pick
4: Washington to win, though. Yes.
2: Okay, and then you were said the Bears over Philadelphia.
4: No, Phil, Phil is going to win.
2: Okay, and the other game we want to happen for the sake of getting the Lions into the playoffs, right? Dallas over Jackson.
4: Wait, well, I, yeah, well, I think you needed. Uh, I think we needed Jacksonville to win. That helps the Lions, but actually, Dallas is probably going to win that game. Okay, very so, good.
2: All right, yeah. so tell anyway. us about the programming later today on WJR. <laughs>
4: All right, coming up after the Home and Appliance Show, we'll have The Truth About Your Future with Rick Edelman, followed by Everyday Wealth. At 10 o'clock, the inside-outside guys for your home improvement questions. And then later on today at 7 p.m., Sean Belegian will be on with Gridiron Wrap, and they'll wrap up all of the football from today. And uh, we will know if the Lions are indeed closer to making the playoffs. And that's what's happening later on today on WJR.
2: Thank you, Dave, for both the programming and the Sports Insights. Before the last commercial break, we were talking about a dented, uh, what was it, a dented? Refrigerator door. Refrigerator? Okay. So we got somebody on line four now that thinks they have a tip to help that gentleman with his dented refrigerator. From Toledo, Ohio, on line four, this is Chris.
1: Hi, Chris. Thanks for the call. How may we help you?
6: Good morning, Joe. Well, you know, I've worked on cars for many, many years. Yeah. And I I always remember that when you fix something like that, you're the only one that ever notices it again. Still, because you know you know you did it. <laughs> so, what I was thinking was that if he wanted to do something inexpensive, you know, them craft stores like Michaels or something like that. Yeah. Well, they have all you know whole sections where they have like those. Uh, I, I, inspirational signs and with happy yeah. things and everything yeah, on I, it, and you could get look, get a nice thin one and double tape, double back tape it, and put it over there, and yeah. it would make you smile every time you look at it. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. That's great.
1: <laughs> you could probably All do right. it for a couple bucks. Well, he's probably still listening, so he got your tip, and we'll see what he does.
6: All right, you guys have a good holiday.
1: Thank you, Chris. You too. Bye-bye. (laughs) Bye-bye.
2: Live, love, laugh. All right, here we go. We're going to Commerce Township now, looking for some advice on cleaning his hot water tank on Line 5. This is Jack. Hi, Jack.
1: Thanks for the phone call. And what question do you have on your hot water heater?
11: Well, it's a little old, and uh, it's an 82-gallon. I got it at Sears uh, when my other one broke in in 95. And I put it in. And uh, and I don't think it was about fifteen, 2015. I the gas valve went on it, so gas company came out. They put a new valve in there. They said, well, "I'm here. I'll replace." There's there was a, 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 a pipe that went down. It was heavy duty plastic. Went down in there, and I guess it kept the the uh, solid, the stuff from spinning around as the water went in each time. And he took it out. He said, "You know, this thing is clean as a whistle." He's gonna last another 20 years. But I've been going away for like a week at a time. When I come back, I, have, I get this smell in there now. And I said, well, I've got to drain that, drain it. I haven't done it since he done it. And uh, the question is, it's a gas hot water tank, 82. Would I drain the whole thing? And do you turn the gas valve off so it's not heating itself when you refill it, when it's re- draining
1: Well, first of all, let me say this. The mineral deposit in the bottom of the tank, your tank, gas tank, the mineral deposit could be as high as built up to a rock substance that you can't even stick a screwdriver in it, and it could be five, six inches high, and I'm sure it is, in the very bottom of the tank. So somebody who decides to flush out the tank, open the drain at the bottom, okay? It's always safe to shut the gas off. And when you drain it, nothing's going to come out of it, Jack. It's all solidified. I know. I've seen the inside of a tank. I know what it looks like after four years. So I can imagine how this older one of yours has built up the mineral deposit in the bottom so it would be useless to drain the tank because you're not going to get anything out of it that's okay, yeah, my opinion i
11: bought, I bought now, one of those plugs so when i open it up i know that they can still drip and leak. yeah right so I bought a new cap to put in there so
1: that's good but you know i i think you're wasting your time that's my opinion on what i know and that dip tube that you mentioned I went after the manufacturers of hot water tanks some 20 years ago. That dip tube put me on 60 Minutes, Good Morning America, Ted Koppel. uh, uh, It put me on TV all over the country because I'm the guy who started the lawsuit against the manufacturers. So uh, I'm well aware of what that dip tube is. It's a tube where the water comes in. Water comes into the top of the tank. You don't want to feed that water into your hot water lines. That water is diverted down to the bottom of the tank. The bottom. Now, in Canada, what I understand, what I've seen, the water comes in at the bottom of the tank. Not through a dip tube, At the bottom of the tank. The manufacturers here decided... That was too noisy, that's why the dip tube was invented, but I could talk about this for hours, and uh, I prefer to just be honest with you and say you're wasting your time. You're lucky. that's the way they made tanks back then, and uh, that changed shortly after that, where uh I always like to say a hot water tank is classified in my four letter word. J U N K. I'm not happy with them at all. Hope that helps you, Jack.
11: Okay, well I'll give it a try and see what happens, but if a lot of water comes out of it, then I'd be good, eh?
1: Well, if it's gonna be clear water, you're not doing anything.
11: Okay, if it's dirty it's something else.
1: Yeah. Well thank
11: you, sir. You're welcome. Take care. Thanks for calling holiday. You too. Bye-bye.
2: Bye. It is 745, and the next segment of the Home and Appliance Show is presented to you by Speed Queen.
1: I have been to the factory. My son Andrew and I drove out to the factory in Ripon, Wisconsin. What a beautiful factory. I watched and I listened and I observed the assembly line. I watched them build the product. There's 2,000 employees on that line. 40% of the employees on that assembly line are women. They know how to make a washing machine. That's why Speed Queen is classified by just about every service technician in this country as the best washing machine you can buy today. Even their literature says expect 25 years of life from this washing machine. Nobody else could say that. It is the best washing machine made, and you will be a happy customer if you purchase one. Visit SpeedQueen.com for a Speed Queen dealer nearest you. Remember, if you want to email Joe
2: Gannon at his own personal email address, you can do it. The address is the first four letters of appliance, followed by the first four letters of doctor at gmail.com. A-P-P-L. D-O-C-T, at gmail.com. Tom from Fremont, Ohio, we're still coming to you. Jessica from Billville, we're still coming to you. And depending on time, we're going to help out Ann Arbor, Toledo, and Dexter as well. It's the Home and Appliance Show with consumer advocate and appliance doctor Joe Gannon. I'm Donald the Hammer Schuster, your humble show co host. We're coming on back with the biggest and final segment right here on News Talk 760 WJR. Joe Gannon puts out a monthly email newsletter. If you'd like to subscribe or resubscribe to this newsletter with lots of appliance repair, money saving and consumer alert tips, you can do so and you can do it for an entire year. Subscribe for an entire year. Get it the first of every month for a minimum $10. You might want to donate more, but you don't have to. $10 does it. And you donate to Spectrum Human Services, a family services agency, helping out families in all kinds of ways in this area to go online to subscribe go to spectrumhuman.org s-p-e-c-t-r-u-m spectrumhuman.org going to fremont ohio now we're going to help out somebody with a problem with the numbers that he can't read on his oven
1: on line one this is tom good morning tom thanks for the phone call and how old is your i'm a hundred percent thanks how old is your oven good morning hello hello Hello.
2: All right, let's see if we can get time to hear us while we go to line two and talk to our lady from Belleville with a dishwasher question on line two. This is Jessica. Good morning, Jessica. How may
6: we help you? Good morning. We have a, world, oh, sorry, a GE dishwasher with a touch pad and a digital timer. And in the middle of the cycle, the timer will jump up and obviously the
1: cycle goes longer. How old is it?
7: It's about seven years old.
1: Now, it's got a touchpad control on the front of it? Correct. Have you tried the vinegar trick on that touchpad?
5: No, we haven't.
1: All right. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to kill the power to the dishwasher. Go downstairs, trip the fuse, or pull the plug underneath the sink for one hour. You got that, Jessica?
3: Yeah, is this what you were telling? I'm sorry, go ahead.
1: Yes, that's exactly what I was telling that other person. And then warm (laughs) warm up some vinegar in a little dish. Don't boil it, just warm it. Take a perfectly clean cloth and wipe off that touchpad control and then dry it with a piece of Kleenex. I don't want you to soak that touchpad. I just want a damp cloth with vinegar on it. Okay. Now, I don't have the time to explain the theory behind that and how I found out all about this, but I do know this. Of 20,000 emails, which I'm close to now, I have several hundred people who have testified on my email that this worked. But remember to leave it off for one hour. And if you don't mind, call me back next time I'm on the air, And let me know it works. Fantastic.
2: Or I will email
1: you the success that we're going to (laughs) have. Please do. Thank you.
5: Have a great great holiday season.
1: You too, Jessica. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
2: Joe, we've got a question from Ann Arbor regarding uh, repairing small appliances on
1: line three. This is Lisa. Lisa, good morning and thank you for calling. How may we help you? Hello, Lisa.
2: We've got phone gremlins going on here. Let's go to Ohio, see if we can help with somebody in Toledo uh, looking for a tip. Uh, well, he's got evidently a tip on that dented refrigerator discussion we've been talking about on line four. This is Chris.
1: Hi, Chris. Thanks for calling.
2: We're going to go to line six. And Dexter, this
1: is Lee. Lee, thank you for calling. How may we help you?
12: Hey, good morning, Joe. Uh, I Good morning. Got- I've got a KitchenAid side by side refrigerator with the freezer on the bottom.
1: I How old is
12: it? It's about 10 years old. Okay. Got it at Hadelos Appliance. It's a model uh, KFC S22. Yeah. Okay. And what I've uh, noticed is at the bottom of the freezer, underneath the two bins that are side by side in there, if you look underneath those, I can see a layer of ice in the very bottom of it. And oh. occasionally I get water on the floor or dripping in a basement. So is the defrost, uh, is an automatic defrost, it's supposed to evaporate? And is something plugged up that's not allowing that to happen?
1: Well, that water doesn't evaporate. That water is supposed to go underneath the refrigerator to the drain pan. But it's not making it there. So the drain system is plugged. And if you can take that apart a little bit and find the evaporator coil, which is in the freezer, when you find that, you'll find a little trough where the water goes into. And all you do is you take a turkey baster filled with hot water and stick it in the hole and squeeze the bulb. And you do that three times. Now you've cleaned the drain, system. This is the most common service call in America on a refrigerator. So it happens to just everybody. So will
12: will I get access to that at the bottom, I mean, uh, in the freezer compartment at the bottom, or do I have to go underneath the uh, freezer?
1: No, you'll go into the freezer, and it's usually against the back wall. There's screws that hold a panel on there, and that panel is aluminum it's flexible and it's very sharp so watch you don't cut yourself but that's how you get to it And when you get to it you'll know it it's a little trough with a hole in it and the water goes down into the drain pan and underneath the refrigerator and that's where it evaporates
12: okay and then okay turkey with hot water
1: yeah turkey baster with hot water that's all you need
12: okay i appreciate that
1: Sir, you're very welcome. Thank you. Thank you.
2: Joe, so here's an email question that we can answer in the two minutes that we have left before the end of the show and the news can I, at 8 o'clock.
1: Can I, can I cut you off? Hey, can I go back to this lady who sent me this beautiful letter from Perfect. a senior citizen? And here she says, importance of having adequate space above counters, a counter for a microwave oven. Some require 15 inches of clearance and between the oven and the overhead kitchen cabinets. Very important. You're talking about now stoves. You're talking about moisture, humidity coming up above that stove and getting it out of there is beneficial to all the woodwork that's in the kitchen as well. So that's one thing I wanted to tech ta- talk about and the importance of keep oh no, I got that done last week uh let's see uh, being cautious if venting a dryer into a garage rather than outside and keeping the line clear well, true, you vent a clothes dryer into a garage or into your attic and you don't have it going outside that dryer air is loaded with moisture. And it will cause odor problems and it will cause wood problems and deteriorate the wood much quicker. So make sure you vent a clothes dryer to the outside, not to the inside of your garage. And if you do on the inside of your garage, make sure you open the door because it contains carbon monoxide and you don't want to hurt your health. I'm Joe Gannon. I'll take my leave now and turn it over to our co host and the guy who runs this radio program, Donald the Hammer Schuster. Thank you, Joe.
2: We want to invite you to email Joe with your questions. We won't be on for another two weeks now. Next Sunday is Christmas morning. There'll be special Christmas morning programming called An Original Christmas, presented by Jim Hampton right here on WJR. But uh, you can email Joe with your questions, and we invite you to do just that. His email address is the first four letters of appliance, followed by the first four letters of doctor at gmail.com it's a p p l d o c t at com. mark down his phone number so that when we're back two weeks from now you can call us right at 6 a.m get your question answered immediately 800-859-0957 it's merry christmas 590 wjr merry christmas to you joe 6 a.m to 8 a.m every sunday morning here on wjr it's the home and appliance show